0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Shred's Takes. I'm your host, Michael Shredder, and I am here with three members of the Amherst Women's Volleyball Team, Michaela, Sierra, and Sophie. Guys, welcome to the show.
1: Hello. Thanks for having us. This is really exciting.
0: Of course, of course. Yeah, thanks, for, thanks for
2: having us.
0: Absolute <laughs> pleasure
2: to be on this podcast right now, Mike.
0: Of course, of course. Glad you guys could make it. Um, so I guess I'll just start get right into it. Um, so obviously, you know, you guys don't have fall sports going on, but like, what have you guys been doing to keep yourself kind of just in shape, you know, just keep yourself occupied and obviously crazy times right now. So how do you guys want you guys can answer what you guys been doing?
2: So in the spring, I don't know if you know this, but we had the pleasure of working out with the football team led by coach Boos. So he's still sending us daily workouts and they're pretty great backpack workouts some hill sprints and stuff so it's nice to kind of get after it feel like you're working out with other people
3: yeah he's done a really great job adapting the workouts from the gym to a non-gym setting like Michaela mentioned using like a weighted backpack or really utilizing like sprints and working out on the track and I think that all of us have really appreciated the effort he's put into these workouts they've been really great
1: i've always loved doing cycling classes specifically soul cycle but the, all those studios were closed so i've been renting a spin bike and kind of making my own classes my own choreography and i love it. it definitely helps with the like fast twitch muscles you know
2: um, oh, yeah. endurance.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been, my endurance has been improving a lot i love it
2: those are hard workouts like peloton and spin and stuff those are really hard oh it's the best though it's so fun
0: yeah. Uh, transition to another thing. Obviously, Coach Everden. You know, obviously, you guys know where to sue. Um, you know, retired. Um, you know, speak a little bit about like what it was like to play for her because you know she, she had you know a, had 713 wins. You know, great career. Obviously, like you know next to David Hickson. You know, probably the greatest coach in Amherst <laughs> athletics. So talk a little bit about what you guys thought about her as a coach. I mean, she was very energetic. I know that for a fact. But go ahead.
3: Yeah, I think that all of us really appreciated the energy that she brought to everything we did, whether it was just like, you know, random practice during the week to uh, like NESCAC fo- playoffs, which we had um all of our freshman year. She consistently brought energy, and you could just tell how much she cared about every person on the court, um, whether or not it was someone who was playing every game or wasn't. She really cared about every person, and she brought so much energy and like love for our team, which I think all of us really appreciated.
1: I totally agree, and I think the three of us came from really cutthroat club volleyball environments, which is necessary to develop into the player that you want to be, especially if you want to be recruited. They're all there are great coaches out there, but they're also really strict and focus on finishing a drill. And if you don't, then you'll be punished with running. But Sue was the complete opposite. And she really emphasized having fun um, because most of us are not going to play pro volleyball. So this is probably some of our last few years of volleyball at this level. Um, so she really focused on making it a fun environment. Even the bench was, was so much fun um, and every single person on the team plays a huge part, including the bench, and that was something that was really different from um, club in high school. Yeah,
2: I don't know if you know this, Mike, but Sue, every single away game, would go and get us black sheep sandwiches, and, like, it was a big thing. I remember on my recruiting visit, Shar, our graduated senior, told me, like, oh, yeah, Sue gets us the best sandwiches in town, and she takes all of our orders, like, we get to choose what we want for the season, so, I mean, that's obviously just one piece to show you. Like, she cares about her players so much, and she has just developed, like, the strongest culture. Yeah, yeah we, that, we got Black
0: Sheep Sandwiches this year, too, so. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I guess Judy I guess okay. was inspired. We got them
1: two
2: years, Mike. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but I think that just shows that she just really thinks of us as her children. It's just, yeah. so we're just, like, her own, and she definitely treated us like that. She really cared about us and wants us to do well, which is great.
0: Yeah, so now you guys have Valerie Jones as your new head coach. Um, talk a little bit about what excites you about her and also what is going to be different uh, having her as your head coach compared like, the playing style versus what you know Sue brought in a sense.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about um, the experience that she brings. She's coached at every level, including high school and club and all divisions. Um, and she's also played, uh, which uh, which brings a, wholly, a completely different um, – perspective on the game. Um, And she's also started programs from scratch, from scratch, so that shows that she can can just pick up from nothing even and keep going. But when we already have a strong program, then she'll be able to develop us even more. She has a lot of experience with that. I think that'll be really exciting.
3: Yeah, um, one thing that really excited me, like we had the opportunity to interview her and like ask her some different questions, which we all really appreciated. She talked a lot about wanting to run more plays and utilizing different plays that we hadn't as much with coach Sue and I personally was really excited about some I play middle blocker and I was really excited about some of the stuff that she wanted to do with middles so that was something that I personally really resonated with but I think that she's gonna bring a lot of like different ideas to our team which we'll all really appreciate
2: yeah I'm like Sophie said I'm so fired up to have coach Val she's gonna switch up like our offense our defense and I think that those are pretty pretty big necessary changes for us. We've kind of we've been playing well, but like switching it up against big teams that kind of think that they know what we're going to come out and do will be a really big move. Um I think she's also just going to bring a lot of diversity to our team, you know, like a lot of us hail from California. Like a lot of us have kind of grown up with similar upbringings and I think coach Val's going to be great to get some more diversity in so many different aspects. Like just having different players on the court is going to be really really good for this program.
1: And she's also she has that same excitement that Sue had, um, which if we didn't have that, I think we'd be really bummed. So that's great. And she also has that same warmness and that same mother figure um, personality that really helps when we're all coming from far from coming from a far place.
2: Yeah, she totally yeah. does.
0: Sure. Um, obviously, going into this year, um, you know, you guys are probably very excited for that. But you know, you guys had a pretty deep good year last year. Um, obviously probably didn't get as far as you guys would have liked to. Um, but if, you know, what are you guys looking to improve on, and how do you think you know, Coach Jones obviously is going to get you guys to that? Because you know, one thing I think I got from you guys was obviously being less predictable. But do you guys obviously just go in a little bit more, like what were some weaknesses you saw from last year that need to be addressed?
3: Uh I think that one thing that would be really easy for us to fix which kind of has to do with predictive like being predictable was just I think we could work harder on our scouting reports of other teams and also maybe changing up what we do so that we're harder to scout. I think that when I don't know if you when we had that Middlebury game the first round of playoffs, I think that they knew what we were going to do. And we weren't 100% sure what they were going to do, which was definitely, you know, on us for not scouting them as hard as we could have. And I think that Val, in our interview with her, really talked about different ways that she wanted to improve scouting and how she saw us doing that. And that's something that I think could be a small thing that could have a huge impact on the court.
2: I think she's, like, coming back this next season, If we, whenever that is, we're going to be a lot it's more flexible. Just having her as a new coach and having, you know, a different like set of plays that we're able to run and like different ways that we are able to play so we can go into a huddle and within 30 seconds she can switch up the lineups, like switch up the plays we're running and we can just go out and like use that and be more effective as opposed to like sticking with the same play and like sticking with the same players and stuff. I think she'll really be able to make us like an adaptable, flexible team.
1: I totally agree. Having a new set of eyes could... Have people playing positions that they weren't before, didn't have an opportunity to. If there was someone older that was like set in that position that's graduated, or even if they haven't, I think um, having a new coach and a new set of eyes really changes things for a lot of people. I think that'll be really exciting.
0: How does the NESCAC look? Obviously, because you know, up last year was really boat and Bowden, and Wesley, and that guy kind of just, you know, you guys were right there, but those are the top three. Um, you know, is it going to be you guys when they come back, do you think it's going to be those three teams? that you're going to be looking to, you know, beat and saying like, you know, we need to beat these three teams in order to get to the NCAA tournament.
1: Yeah, I think there were a lot of seniors that graduated this last year. Um, so we were excited to kind of be a younger team and rise up with those other um, sophomore juniors that maybe weren't starting on other teams, but are great players. I think the conference was really going to change around this year. Um, there were a lot of dominant seniors. Um, so I think it, the NESCAC could look really different next year, especially if people defer or take a gap year. Maybe some seniors will stay, some seniors will have graduated already. It just kind of, I think this really throws off a lot of things and it'll be really unpredictable who's going to be on top.
3: Yeah, I I agree. I think with with um kind of skipping a season and people deferring versus graduating, it's going to be a total toss up who's on top. I mean, obviously Tufts, Bowdoin, Wesleyan, Middlebury, us um, are all always in Williams too. Always come out really, really strong, and you never know who's going to be on top. And I think that with the added uncertainty of coronavirus, it's going to be a total toss up. But hopefully, I think being like Sierra said, being a younger team, we're really well positioned to have a good season when we're able to. Hopefully
2: next year or this spring play next. (laughs) Yeah they pretty much said it all but I think Tufts is going to come out pretty hard depending on how their players have been training throughout quarantine. They have a lot of heavy hitters that are our year or rising seniors so um, they're definitely a force to watch out for but the NESCAC in volleyball is such a toss-up like you could play one way in just regular season and then once you get to playoffs it could be completely different so we just really have to watch out for that and I'm sure a lot of players are going to look different from the beginning of the season to the end just because we had so much time off.
0: How have you guys been able to stay in touch with the incoming freshmen? Because you guys obviously haven't had a chance to really interact with them, you know, face-to-face. How have you guys been able, if any, have any interaction with them at all? Um, Just talk a little bit about if you've had any interaction with these incoming freshmen.
2: Yeah, so one of our incoming freshmen, I've actually been family friends with for a long time. Her name's Grace, shout out to Grace. Um, So like- Okay, (laughs) listen Yeah. Hope you listen to this podcast. Um, as an incoming freshman, like, it's just so tough right now. I could not imagine being in their shoes, having your senior year cut short, and then, like, your introduction to college kind of terminated, too. Especially for us, like, we came in with so many close friends. Like, we had our preseason. We had our O week. So, it was a really smooth introduction to Amherst and to college life in general. So, I guess we've just all been doing our best, like, trying to reach out when we can, sending a text here and there. And like offering what little advice we can because it's just so tough to be a rising i mean it's tough to be a college student but it's tough to be a rising freshman especially
3: yeah i think Michaela said it all there i think that well we and we actually had a team zoom which i think went really well we all got to introduce ourselves and say what our plans for the fall were which i'm sure the freshmen really appreciated but i definitely um feel for them it's they're in a tough situation whether they're deci- deciding to you know do go on campus in the fall defer take a gap year there's so many options which i don't know what i would do if i was in their shoes
1: yeah and with the new their amherst new policy with like pods of six it's so hard if you're just in your one little group to branch out and meet other people i think we met the most of our like social circle now in the first couple weeks and if you're in these pods and quarantine it's so hard to build that community that Amherst offers just one of the best parts about it
0: what are you guys plans for this year are you guys deferring you guys doing online um because obviously you know not having a season like I'm not I'm taking the whole year off um Mm -hmm. but I don't know what you guys are planning if you guys are comfortable sharing it obviously
3: yeah, we are all living together, us three, and we're going to do, we're going to live in North Carolina with two of our seniors and some, I'm sure some other people on our team will visit for a month. And then we're going to spend the rest of the semester in Boston together.
1: <laughs>
2: Ooh. Party for us.
1: <laughs>
2: with each other. Yeah.
1: We can work out together, we can pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Because at Amherst, if you want to play volleyball, you can only play with the wall. So only, yeah. everyone can only have one ball and it has to be sanitized. Yeah, we can, at least we can play with each
2: other. Yeah. That's yeah, fun. at least
0: basketball-wise, it's kind of like, you know, for the three guys on our team that are going back to campus, um, it's, you know, you, when you practice with the coach, it's just like the coach, it's one on no. so it's just the coach and a player and that's it. Yeah. So obviously it's a t- difficult situation for everyone. But I guess the last thing I want to get into is, what new hobbies have you guys picked up? during this time too to kind of keep yourself busy I mean I know Sierra was in Texas but you know <laughs> Mikaela and Sophie I know you're in the west coast so you know you have to be doing something fun over there um there as well um but I'm saying like you know the, like the beach and everything like that that's where I'm kind of going with that um but anyway just get into what hobbies you have generally got into
2: so at the beginning of quarantine I thought it'd be a good idea to get myself a pair of roller skates and I was like, I'm going to be one of those girls that roller skates on the boardwalk. Because I live I live in Newport Beach. We have like a beautiful long boardwalk. I run on it all the time. It's like I always see girls rollerblading on it. And I was like, I'm going to do it. So the roller skates are really bad. But <laughs> borrowing some rollerblades from a friend. And I'm actually pretty good. Not like not hockey level by any means. But, you know, I can, I can get around. So that's been a lot of fun. It's nice to get out of the house and like just be active and stuff. So other than the beach, it's been kind of what I'm up to.
3: Yeah, unfortunately, I wouldn't say I've gotten into any totally new hobbies, but I've really enjoyed being near the beach. That's always something that you can do by yourself, you know, social distance. And I've also started going, I've never really got, this is gonna sound so dumb, but I've never actually really gone to like the track, but I've started going to the track at my local high school and like doing my workouts there, which has been really nice. It's open and there's usually some other people, but we're all able to like kind of maintain our distance and it's really nice to like have a like solid place to work out that's open and it's a really nice track and I'd never really been there before. So it was a
1: lot of fun. Yeah. I've always loved spinning, but being able to do it on my own and kind of make my own playlists, figure out what music I like and figuring out how to push myself on my own. That's been really fun. And I've also developed this distant dream of being a instructor for cycling. You don't need an Amherst degree for that, so See how that comes out. But yeah, I've just been really enjoying that.
0: Sierra, you've yeah. also gotten a little bit of a graphic design too. You know, you sent me a little thing
1: about that. <laughs> but yes, everyone stay tuned for Shred's Takes. New graphic. The well, guys,
0: uh, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. But thanks for being on the show. Um, you know, I appreciate the insight you guys gave. It was good talking to all of you guys. And uh, hope you guys stay safe. So
1: awesome. thanks for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. It's so great so to you. We Thank love you.